And I'm muted. Man, just technical difficulties all over the place. See, I went out of order, and then I didn't hit the freaking uh, mic button. Anyways, all right, we're good now. We're good now. Hey, you already got get over it, nerd. Well, thank you, Galleons Productions. Appreciate that. All right. Yes. Watch Doctor Strange. You really love it. Yeah. I want to watch it again, too. I just don't know. Probably not going to be able to catch it in theaters again. Sure, what's going on there, Jose? Good to see it. Good to see ya. Alright, what else we got? We got Mr. Uh, yep, we got Mr. Fear Jason right here. Alright. Yeah, we got Matia, of course, throwing that shade. Mr. Music Man. We got Tyler right here. Jesse. What's going on, JD McRae? Got Eric right here, too. Yep. That's all that. Yep. Then we got Mr. Eric Patterson. How you doing? How you doing? Well, what? You're joking? Uh oh. Oh, and then we got Mama Film Junkie here. You're in Pomona. Oh, going to the L.A. Fair. You didn't invite me. It's fine. I got work and that stupid day job, right? What's going on, Rosemary? Good to see you, as always. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. All right, we got Ryan and see what anybody else there. Uh, yeah, no sound. We're good now, though. We're good. We're good. We got Russ here. You know, he just wants to get banned, apparently, so, you know, be on the lookout for anything that he says to ban him. That's what he does. That's what he wants. Tony! What's up, Tony? How's it going, buddy? Good to see ya. All right. Opening music, son. Oh, and then we got Cat. Meow! Cat's here. Good to see you, Cat. Always good to see ya. All right. Oh, oh, oh. We got Vanimation Films as well. All right. So we're all here. We're all good. Let's talk some movies. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to the channel. And of course, you got the uh, notification bell on, all that stuff. You got the Patreon down there if you want to help out the pirate ship like that, or if you get to help it out by joining and becoming a member of the uh, of the Film Junkie Empire. And then of course, shirts and stickers down below. I need to revamp. I need to revamp the uh, the merchandise closet. Yes, yes, for sure. And we got somebody right here, Walter. How's it going, Walter? Good to see you, buddy. All right. Hey, we got another one, too. Trolling is what uh, God put me on this earth to do. Well, troll away, sir. Troll away. Nothing wrong with that. I need to fix that delay, too, because they're supposed to be, you know, there it is. That's supposed to show up right there. I need to fix the delay on that. Definitely need to fix the delay on that. Anyways. All right, guys. Hopefully you guys are having a good Wednesday. I'm having a pretty good Wednesday as well, but uh, we got some things to talk about, some interesting things. See, you know what I love about the fact that, you know, I mean, there's always we're, information is always coming at her at her. You know, I almost said it very inappropriately right there. I almost said coming at her face and that just doesn't sound great. It's always coming at us. Information um, is always coming at us. Yeah. Starting off the show very well here, guys. Um, that I love the fact that it's like, all right, let's just let's go to the Twitter feed because there's always just other information that comes out right there. So, 
yeah anyways ignore that yeah we're already starting off hey it is hump day by the way so of course i'm starting off the uh you know right out of the gate just being uh just being raunchy just being raunchy but uh, we're gonna get to the tweets and um you know some interesting things happen that it's not going to be part of the topics and then it becomes part of the topics which is good which is good you gotta love it when that happens so let's get to these tweets 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 all right here we go Let's remember to put that on. All right. Okay, we're good. All right. So, of course, look at that. I mean, we've been talking about this. been talking about this. Mr. James Hong finally getting after 93. I mean, he's 93 years old. I mean, it's not after 93 years, but it's after like probably like five decades at least. That he finally got his uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congratulations to him. We've been talking about that. Just a really great picture of him right there. Love that. Love it. Absolutely love it. And then, hey, look at this. Nobody's hype for Avatar. Nobody, right? Nobody? Nobody cares. Who wants to see Avatar? Fucking A, right? The teaser for Avatar, The Way of the Water, finished its first 24-hour online window with 148.6 million views, according to Disney. I know. But then, of course, it says according to Disney, and then you start going, wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> wait a minute is it real huh yeah no but uh obviously they take the analytics of all the uh you know the youtubes the twitters and everything they try to take as much as that this beats the recent star wars films and puts it second overall for most views within the first day of launch so but you know at the same time though it's still even if it might not be like you know, maybe they could have fudged the numbers or like kind of amplified it a little bit. It still doesn't matter because at the same time, people were still fascinated to be like, OK, I mean, does this mean that this movie's going to make like two billion dollars? No, it just means that people were curious. And, you know, if you didn't see it when you saw Doctor Strange 2, if you didn't see it on the big screen, then, of course, you wanted to see what it was all about. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see the second trailer. That's going to be interesting to see. The response to that, because that's going to actually show what the hell is actually going on in the movie. I mean, obviously, it's a teaser. You're just showing shots and you're kind of just guessing like exactly what's going on. Obviously, there's going to be, you know, there's always a struggle. There's a war. There's whatever. But it's just obviously just beautiful and beautiful and beautiful shots. CGI um, cinematography, digital cinematography, as we as they call it in the business. I know it's not actual cinematography. I always love it when you got those Debbie Downers that are always like, it's not cinematography, man. It's all CGI. But it's like, yeah, okay. But at the same time, someone's still creating that from scratch. So at least it's digital cinematography, sure. You know, but they're creating it. And, you know, and then you got James Cameron, who's at the helm, who's just creating this world right here. So good on that. So... Hey, we'll see what happens. You know, come December, it's going to be interesting to see the response and uh, the reviews. And then, of course, just uh, that first weekend when it comes to uh, when it comes to Avatar coming out. And then, hey, we had a no hitter last night, a full game no hitter. And yes, I threw some shade to you Dodger fans out there. I said, I'm looking at you, Dave Roberts, because when it comes to the you know, when it comes to the MLB right now, when it comes to the MLB, uh, I'm hating this whole thing about pitch counts and everything like that. I mean, I remember back in the day, you had pitchers that fucking pitched full games all the time. You had Nolan Ryan in his 40s 
just blowing smoke past all these fucking young bucks and pitching full games and no hitters and perfect games and everything like that. You know, both baseball players were built different back in the day. And, um, so then nowadays it's like, Oh my God, the pitch count, the pitch counts getting over 80. It's getting over 90. It's getting over hundred. And I hate that. Just like, let the pitchers pitch, you know, of course, being a giants fan, I have to throw shade at the, uh, the Dodgers manager mainly because, you know, he took, I mean, Clayton Kershaw was pitching, uh, what, a perfect game or at least a no-hitter, and he had six more outs, and he takes them out of the game, and I'm just like, what is going on? And every Dodger, every Dodger fan that I've talked to in person, my dad, my neighbor, they all were like, I don't know. I don't know why he fucking did that. But at the same time, great great for Reed Detmers. I mean, he's a young stud. He's like 22 years old, but good on him. It's always good to see that. It's really always good to see that. And there's Mr. Uh, Crawford right there, right there, slid into second last night, posing, you know, draw me like you draw your French girls. That was pretty good. By the way, <laughs> yeah, they're on like a like a five or six game winning streak, the Giants. They just swept the Rockies. So, yeah, Mama, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Um, and here we go. This is something right here. So I saw this right here and I'm like, yeah, I'm totally, I mean, okay. So this is why, I mean, this is going to go, this is going to dive into, I mean, obviously it's not going to dive directly into the main topic of the flash and the test screenings and everything like that. And when it comes to scoopers and whatnot, but this response right here to, um, that was uh, found, I guess, on the um, on Doctor Strange 2's uh, trailer right here that somebody put right here, that guitar and other things, said, I didn't see Iron Man or Wolverine in this movie. Anybody else? Shouldn't that be considered false advertising and qualify for a class action lawsuit? Now, I hope this person is not serious. I hope this is just like, ah, just kidding. No, no. It's just a troll. But this is what's, this is one of the problems that's happening when it comes to scooping, when it comes to a lot of things nowadays, is people were going into this movie thinking they were going to see everybody and everyone who has played a Marvel character since fucking, I don't know, since 1967. I don't know. They honestly thought that. And then they were only met with a short cameo scene that had some pretty cool cameos, a new cameo, and then, you know, one really big cameo. And, um... And yeah, so I like it that, you know, this person right here said it ain't Marvel's fault that y'all believed motherfuckers like moth culture. Yes, moth culture. There's places like that. There's other there's other um, sites and other users out there, Twitter users that post shit that get everybody all riled up. And this is what kind of sucks when it comes to where we're at right now when it comes to the scooping game. I really I really don't like it because then your, your expectations are way high and then you're going into the movie, and you're not enjoying the movie because you didn't get enough fucking cameos. It's ridiculous. And that's going to keep on happening. I mean, Secret Invasion, I bet you that's going to get hyped up with a bunch of crazy cameos. Like, oh, yeah, this cameo, that cameo, and everything like that. It's just a problem. It's a problem that's plaguing this whole thing. It really is. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's not Marvel's fault. They didn't sell it as, like, cameo-driven. It was scoopers. It was the scoopers. So blame the scoopers. Tired of the scoopers, man. My God, you know me. Don't you hate it when you spill your drink and you, you know, 
your hot coffee. I mean, Jesus Christ. Don't you hate it when that happens? My God. Uh, look at this poster right here from uh, Lyle Cruz. I love this. This Batman versus Superman poster right here. I would... I love that. I love that fact that he's holding the he's holding the uh, the spear with a Kryptonian rock right there. It's pretty cool. Love that. We got a new shot from Lightyear. You know what's you know what sucks? Okay, I, okay. I have a little rant, a little bit of a rant, especially when it's coming. You know when it when we're talking about trailers. Okay, I was already sold. I was already sold on Lightyear with the teaser trailer when you're just kind of going like, oh, it's a live-action Buzz Lightyear. That's cool. Look at that. Look at the visuals. It looks interesting. I wonder what the story is about. But then I go and see Doctor Strange 2, and they have the second trailer that got released. I didn't watch it online. And then they released the second trailer, and full-on the plot just totally laid out. And I went, oh, well, that would have been cool if I didn't know any of that. And I was like, damn it. Ah. I was kind of frustrated. I was like, oh, well, shit. I was sitting in the theater going, well, shit, I didn't know it was going to be like this crazy time jump thing and whatever the hell. I was kind of disappointed, but I'm still going to go watch it. But I just was like, man, I was perfectly okay going into Lightyear just knowing that this is a live action Buzz Lightyear. I didn't need to know anything else. But then I got like the full plot. We got the full plot in the second trailer and I went, shit, man, (laughs) it looks like garbage. All right. If that's what you say, Jesse, it's fine. But I think uh, I think it looks good. I'm enjoying it. And then let's enjoy, let's enjoy this dog right here. This dog just, I mean, geez, talk about a, a dog that just mimics whatever. I mean, let's put some adorableness right here. And it's crazy how smart dogs can get, right? I tell you. He even hops. Look at that. <laughs> Jeez. Adorable. Yeah, for some reason, like I said, I've been saying it all week. Twitter's just been putting all these, like, dog and cat, like, videos all over my timeline, which I'm not, you know, I don't don't mind because it's definitely a fucking timeline cleanser with all the, you know, the cesspool that is Twitter. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And then check this out, guys. This is fucking awesome right here. Look at this. Look at this. Oh. So uh, here's a video right here. Um, you know, obviously, when it comes to the LED, the, the dome or whatever the hell you want to call it. I forgot what they uh, uh, ah, I'm totally drawing a blank what they actually call it. Say right there. No, no. But uh, I mean, talk about coming full circle when it comes to making movies or whatever the hell, because, you know, back back, at, you know, when when film was getting introduced and you wanted to show somebody driving, they had projections behind them like in a car or whatever the fuck you know now it's just you know and then it transitioned to just oh i just put a blue screen or a green screen but man when it comes to the uh when it comes to the led uh screens and everything like that man i tell you what look at this right here we got we got lewis uh lot right here that's uh uh, using a huge LED uh, screen instead of green screens for the chase scenes from far from the takedown. So look at this. I mean, talk about, I mean, look at how cool that looks. I mean, you could do so much. You could really do so much with the camera now. You got three cameras. If you notice right there, there's like three cameras that are doing different things. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, is there a camera over here? Never mind. There's only two cameras. I thought there was a camera over here, but no. You got, like, cameras that could do different things, and everything looks pretty fucking just crisp and awesome. So I just love that. 
I mean, it's just crazy how the technology has come full circle where, I mean, that's, that's what we were getting right there. You even got like the sunlight, like lens flare. What is this, a J.J. Abrams movie? Um, no, but I mean, that's just really fucking awesome, this technology. This technology has really come full circle right there. Whoa, that's pretty cool. I just love that. I absolutely love that. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's relax. Let's relax. But this is funny. I laughed when I saw it. Okay. It's a, you know, it's a joke, but you know, I don't know. I, you know, somebody's probably, you know, somebody's offended out there, but being, but being half myself, I laughed. I laughed because, you know, they basically made a Latino superhero whose superpowers is crossing borders. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. It's funny. I know we're all super sensitive nowadays, but come on. I thought that was kind of hilarious because, you know, she her superpower is to, you know, open portals to different, you know. Uh, it, <laughs> don't get triggered. Nobody get triggered, okay? Nobody get triggered. But it is, it was a funny joke. When I saw it, I went home. I, I laughed. I literally laughed. I mean, come on. You're offended? Oh, yeah, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just thought it was I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, it definitely is going to offend somebody. But, you know, fuck them. I thought it was hilarious. OK. And I can laugh at that because I'm half. I'm a half baked bean. And then look at Viola Davis, man. Oh, yeah. And I forgot the Lashana Lynch is also in there, man. Jeez. But uh, yeah, the woman king. It's going to be an interesting film. I'm curious about this because, man, talk about just like Viola Davis. She don't fuck around. She don't fuck around. And that's why when they talked about uh, Amanda Waller getting her own spinoff series, I'm like, yeah, please. More Viola Davis. You know, I'd let her kick my ass. I'm, you know, just saying. But, uh, yeah, here's a new shot from here, a new look for uh, from uh, The Woman King. That's going to be an interesting flick for sure. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness crossed the $500 million mark globally, which we knew it would. No, Russ, it's not going to uh, reach $2 billion, but, you know, it might get close. It's going gonna, it's gonna to reach more. And then look at this right here. Okay, so, you know, when it comes to, obviously, we're going to be getting the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. We have this reunion between Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And, uh, you know, somebody asked him about, asked him about, the prequels, because obviously the prequels get a lot of heat. They get a lot of heat. And, you know, I'm one to give that heat because, yeah. But I will always say that the, you know, Revenge of the Sith was definitely the superior episode when it came to the prequels. And I think a lot of people agree with that, that, you know, it does it have its issues. Yes, it definitely does. But um, this is what Ewan McGregor and, uh, you know, Hayden Christian talking about that right now. Because I guess you were a kid when they came when our films came I out. I was, yeah. You're right. So yeah. you sort of made them for you, and it was it was it was an odd experience for to make those movies. You know, like Moses says, like when when you when you step into this world, it's a big deal. It's like scary, and then and then those films were critically not liked very much, or they were they weren't written very nicely about, you know, by the critics. But what did what we didn't hear at the time was people your age that that your generation we now meet those people now who really love our films you know yeah but it's taken us like 
It's taken us 15 years to hear that, you know, <laughs> and it's so nice. To, it's really nice. It's, it's changed my outlook on, on my relationship with Star Wars. It's different because of that, I think. Because um, we put our heart and soul into them, and they were difficult to make because they were, you know, they were all the second one, the third one. There was so much green screen and blue screen because George was was pushing into this new realm that he had designed. That he right. he was responsible for ILM, and he wanted to. He wanted to max out that technology, but that meant for us that we were very much on blue screens and green screens, and that it was it was hard work. And to do that and be passionate about it, and then for the films not to be very well received was was really tough. So it's really lovely to have this new relationship with them now, and I'm glad that uh, and then and watching them again. I hadn't seen them since they came out. You know, what in preparation for this show to watch them again was yeah. really cool. I like them, you know. I like them. Our episode three is really good. It's a really good movie, and it's a, it's, it's a phenomenal film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. non-stop action. Yeah, yeah. that's the high ground. I had the high ground. No, I mean I will agree. And apparently too, like they've talked about how, you know, the 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 fighting, the lightsaber stuff is going to be pretty. Um, it's going to be uh, pretty much uh, legit to the action that we saw in episode three. So. Just saying. I mean, well said. Well said by uh, Mr. Ewan McGregor right there. Here's a new shot uh, from Nope, which has nothing, which adds nothing to. <laughs> I love the fact when they release like still shots, like here's a new still shot from Nope. And you're still going, all right, what the fuck is this movie about? All right. We got Kiki Palmer. She's, you know, she's probably going to be a scene stealer. We got Daniel Coolia, you know, it's like, what is happening in here? They're sweaty, but we still have no idea what the fuck. I mean, we're assuming aliens, obviously, when it comes to Nope, but I just love it when they release the still. Here's the still, and it's like, all right, well, that just doesn't add anything more to what the hell's going on in this film. I mean, I guess that's a good thing, though. You know, you don't want to reveal it too much. I'd like to go in as, uh, as fresh as I can into Nope. Nope. And then uh, Warner Brothers Discovery ad sales. Yeah. Warner Brothers uh, Discovery Upfront is only one week away. Make sure that you tune in here to follow all the action next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, we got Warner Brothers Discovery Upfront. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what they have to say there. You know, of course, uh, a lot of people are thinking they're just going to come out and be like, restore the Snyderverse and then walk away. Like, see you later. You know. As much as that would be awesome, but I don't think there's going to be that there. But, you know, maybe there'll be something, you know, we get a little tidbit of something. I don't know. But I don't know what time it's going to be. I'm sure they're going to announce that. And next Wednesday, Film Junkie Live will be, you know, I'll be covering it, of course. So that'll be interesting. Check out this crazy green screen. Check out, this is from Final Destination 3. Final Destination 3. That is some crazy green screen. That stunt man is going through some shit right there. God, dizzy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Apparently, he almost played a villain in the MCU. Uh, thank God that he did not. But yeah, he was gonna. He was trying out to be in Thor: The Dark World. He was going to be, uh, what's his name, uh, the Dark Elf Malekith. He was going to be Malekith, the, the main, you know, the Dark Elf, you know, that um, I forgot the actor that actually got the role who said it was a horrible experience. So thank God that that didn't happen. And uh, Mr. Cumberbatch, 
got the role of Doctor Strange because that's perfect for him. But yeah, that almost happened. I mean, I mean, you know, Cumberbatch can play a villain role if you watch, of course, Star Trek Into the Darkness, and he played Khan, and uh, you know, he did a pretty good job. He had a pretty menacing voice. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of people would still like to cast him as Brainiac in a Superman movie, if that were the case. I remember he was always constantly fan cast as being a Brainiac because he has that strong voice and just imagine like the look of Brainiac and then his voice coming out of that. That would be pretty cool. And please don't let this happen, please. No, Judd Apatow, stop, stop, stop. We want to stop you right now. And I think the online response very much is going to stop this from happening. But yes, Judd Apatow is ready for Superbad 2 despite Seth Rogen and Michael Sarah's sequel fears. No. No. God, no. Please don't do this. Preserve the greatness that this movie is. This movie is a coming-of-age story that is pure comedy gold. You can't capture lightning in a bottle twice. Do not do this, Judd Apatow. Do not do this. Okay? We don't need this. We don't need to see the adult versions of these characters. We don't. Okay? And apparently, it's not only just Michael Sarah and, and Rogan. I don't think the other two want to do it either. Please, for the love of shit, do not do this. We don't need a sequel to Superbad. Preserve the greatness that Superbad is. I think it's one of the best coming-of-age comedies out there. So freaking quotable. It's so freaking hilarious. Please do not do this. Don't do this. Oh, God. Stop it, Joey. I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, you know how much I love it. You know how much I love it when they turn the, uh, the letters into numbers. Fuck that shit. No. And then here's randomly uh, Henry Cavill pull, pulling out some kebabs right here. You know, he knows what he's doing. So majestic. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Henry Cavill pulling out some kebabs. Right? You, get, you, you ladies okay and some men? You know, it's just what he does. Superman right there just pulling out some kebabs. Why not? And I love the caption right here. This looks so good. And the kebabs look good, too. <laughs> there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, This is funny right here, too, because um, apparently when it comes to Top Gun Maverick, uh, 21 Pilots, that's a band, <laughs> was, uh, was actually hired on to do the song, and apparently uh, Tom Cruise fired them. Yeah, I believe Tom Cruise came in and just fired everyone. And I was part of that, but they moved on. But if, what's funny is, I mean, I mean, that's that's a pretty crazy story right there that, you know, you're hired on to like do the music. And then, you know, basically I was working with the music placement person for the new Top Gun on writing a new song for them. And then I believe Tom Cruise came in and just fired everyone. You've seen the Top Gun thing uh, that he's got. The trailer has been out for like three years and there's been a few overhauls i was part of that so they moved on i was actually pretty i was i was actually pretty soon after that they brought me into the show uh to show me parts of the the movie and what they were looking for and stuff and i got word that that was uh like a wholesale swap 
So then now Lady Gaga was doing the song. But you know what's funny? There was like another article that said like Tom Cruise fired 21 pilots from Top Gun. And I'm like, all right. Did you they worded that headline just like that to get people to scratch their heads, right? Because 21 pilots and it's a pilot movie. It's a movie about, you know, piloting. And it was just kind of funny, but yeah. But apparently Tom Cruise, I mean, we've heard him go off. Remember the whole thing with Mission Impossible set and the and uh, you know, COVID and everything like that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't be saying Tom Cruise don't fuck around. He don't fuck around. We've seen that. Disney Plus has reached 137.7 million subscribers. Wow. It's gotten up there. And she's back. Hayden Panettiere will reprise her role as Kirby Reed in Scream 6. Of course, they're going to bring everybody back. Uh, I'm over the whole Scream thing. I mean, after Scream 5, I was like, all right, what else? Why? What What the fuck? I mean, how can they constantly? And they, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what are the who they they got to kill Gale next, right? You know, they killed Dewey in the last one. Spoiler alert. Sorry, didn't mean to say that. But you know, I mean, it's like, come on, they killed Gale. They're gonna kill Gale in the next one. They have to, right? I mean, it's only a matter of time. I mean, it's just like I made fun of it yesterday. Of like, Sydney and Gale should just call the cops and just be like, hey, there's some disgruntled twenty-something-year-old swinging around a knife dressed as Ghostface. Can you do something about it? They're not superhuman. It's not like the, you know, it's, I mean, the Halloween, I could buy a little bit more because I think Michael Myers is actually superhuman. But when it comes to Scream, it's always just disgruntled young people that watch too many movies. But apparently, you know, she's coming back. All right. Cool. (laughs) Ah, whatever. It's fine. And then speaking of Top Gun Maverick and the director, Joseph Kaczynski, yeah, you guys should really watch this film. If you haven't watched this film, this is a really good film. Only the Brave, Josh Brolin, Miles Teller, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Uh, it's a pretty good cast based on the true story of the Granite Mountain Hotshots. I mean, if you ever wanted to see heroism and courage right here, I mean, when it comes to fires that happen out in nature, I mean, it's not just like... It's not the normal firefighters that just show up in the big red truck and just throw some hoses at some shit. Now, when it comes to nature on fire, that's a whole different kind of that's a whole different thing. And man, this story is uh, yeah, it's heartbreaking, too, because, you know, yeah, the story doesn't end well. But man, I tell you what, it's a really good movie. So if you haven't watched that yet, do yourself a favor. That's right. Bring out the brooms, baby. Seven to nothing. Seven to one. Almost said one. Yeah. Anyways. And then we got some uh, we got some Colbert throwing some shade right here because after directing episodes of The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, Bryce Dallas Howard would love to follow her father's footsteps and make a Star Wars movie. And Mr. Steven right here said maybe she'll get lucky and they'll have to reshoot Patty Jenkins at <laughs> Rogue Squadron because I mean it's just kind of funny because it's like yeah. Ron Howard got to direct a Star Wars movie, but that was because halfway through, they were like, we don't like what you guys are doing, you know, Lord and Miller, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, so we're going to fire you and then bring in Ron Howard. So, I mean, the joke is good. I like, I, I dig the joke. I dig the joke, but man, oof, yeesh, yeesh. 
And then speaking of Star Wars, uh, Mr. Michael Waldron, we've been talking about him all week, who, of course, wrote Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Apparently, he's also penning Kevin Feige's Star Wars film. That's right. <gasps> Kevin Feige is making a Star Wars movie, too. Oh, man. Screenwriter right here. He says, we're finally into it in earnest. I mean, I'm riding away. It's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying having the freedom on that to do something that's not necessarily a sequel or anything. It maybe uh, it maybe has a little bit less of a it just doesn't have a bunch of TV shows and movies that you're servicing on top of it the way I did with Doctor Strange. So it's nice. It feels like a different exercise. So that's kind of reassuring that the fact that, all right, we're going to get this spinoff Star Wars film produced by Kevin Feige. That's not exactly going to be, you know, you know, it's a it's not a sequel. It is like a, a spinoff. It's part of the world. But he what, what I'm gathering right here from um, Mr. Waldron is the fact that, oh, wow, this is going to be something fresh, new and different. I mean. You know, there's going to be some little bits of something when it comes to the Star Wars world, but it's going to be very much its own thing. I'm kind of curious to what it ends up being, but I mean, it, it is kind of cool, though, that. All right. I like what he has to say right here. It's going to be interesting what this Star Wars film actually is. Something fresh, something new. Let's take the let's take the world. Let's let's expand it. Got to get away from that Skywalker saga, you know. So. Comforting, at least. I like those words. S something different. Something different. Even though, yeah. Yeah, never mind. And then speaking of Star Wars, here's a little um, Grand Inquisitor lightsaber right there. That's pretty cool. Imagine this, guys. All right. I've talked about this before because somebody made the graphic of uh, Keanu Reeves' Constantine in Zack Snyder's Nightmare League. But look at this. Look at this. And kudos to whoever made this. I don't know if this was Dustin Macy, but man, can you imagine this team like right here that a secondary team? So you got the main Nightmare Justice League team, right? Which, of course, we all know who is in there, who's part of that. But imagine like halfway through this team shows up. We're all thinking that Alfred is dead, right? And I, I think we've had that assumption that what if Alfred is dead, you know? Alfred died when it came to all the madness, so Bruce is very much alone. No, no. In fact, Alfred is leading this second team that has Oliver, Green Arrow, that has Deadshot, that has Constantine, that has Swamp Thing, and then King Shark. <laughs> hey, why the fuck not? That is insane. I like that. So, yeah, I'm telling you. So whoever made that, good on you. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was kind of cool. That secondary team. We need a dead shot. We definitely need dead shot. We need dead shot in the nightmare world, right? And I think Constantine would be cool in the nightmare world too. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I like it. I definitely like it. Definitely, definitely like it. Loki season two listed to start shooting on June 6th in London. So that'll be starting there. We'll probably get some set images of that. I really enjoyed the first season. This is a pretty cool poster right here. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That is awesome. Artwork by Peter Strain. Good for you, sir. I really, really, really dig that. That's a cool poster. I like it. 
And yes, going back to Scream 6 and the fact that I'm like, Jesus Christ, Sydney is probably exhausted. This is how Sydney is going to like uh, respond to this. Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Charles Xavier. Go fuck yourself. Yes. Yes. That's what I would do. I'd be like, all right, go fuck yourself. I'm tired of these young fucking kids, disgruntled kids that are just watching too many goddamn movies that are, you know, you know how many times I've been like scraped and stabbed by a night. Uh, I don't need that anymore. No. And then, uh, hey, another one bites the dust. Joanna Fuentes. Now, I couldn't find the tweet, but if I'm not mistaken, hasn't Ray Fisher talked about her and how I think he has talked about her, right? When it comes to Mr. F Miss, Miss Fuentes, I think uh, he's definitely talked about her, but apparently she's next to bite the dust when it comes to Warner Brothers as communications chief. I think. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, Ray's called her out. Yes, thank you, Stephanie. I was like trying to scroll through before, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I thought he might have called her out on his tweets, and I couldn't find anything. So, yeah. So this is good. Uh, Joanna Fuentes is about to exit her post as head of global communications for Warner Media Studios and Networks Group. Todd Ashcom, former head of Kids and Family Division, is also leaving in the latest round of high-level executive changes spurred by Warner Media Discovery merger. Fuentes joined the studio in 2020 as executive vice president of worldwide communications after a long tenure in communications at Showtime. She is expected to remain as Warner Brothers. Uh, she is expected to remain at Warner Brothers for about another month to help with the post-merger transition. AT&T spun its Warner Media unit into blah, blah, blah. We already know that. Fuentes spearheaded a significant amount of turf during her two years at the studio, reporting directly to former chairman and, and with the plan, Sarnoff, as well as Christy Habegger and uh, chief uh, enterprise and inclusion, blah, blah, blah. Fuentes joined Warner Brothers. But yeah. So somebody else who Ray Fisher has called out is now going away. He hasn't tweeted about it yet, but I'm sure he will. Sure he will. So there you go. More things are happening, and we're going to be talking about another one of the topics of today's show. We're going to be talking about something that is pretty interesting, too. And then I might give a little bit more tea when it comes to the post-show stream, the members' post-show stream. So there you go. I dig it. Inter Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Man. I love this movie so much. Ah, appreciation for this movie. Jim Carrey is a beast. Kate Winslet's awesome. She's adorable, and, and you fall in love with her. Such a unique movie. It's one of my favorite all-time love story movies. Man, it's got Mark Ruffalo in it, too. Kirsten Dunst. Uh, I, love, I love Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Such a great fucking movie. Such a great fucking movie. My God. If you haven't watched it yet, do yourself a favor. It's better to watch it, but if you've just recently broken up with somebody, <laughs> that one, you know, you'd be like, it'd be, yeah, that it, it kind of, you, you watch that movie, it's interesting when you, you know, because you're like, can I have that technology? Yeah. But anyways, all right, let's get to the main topics here. Alrighty then. <clears throat> boop, boop. All right, so here we go. Let's talk about, all right, so, my God. <laughs> I didn't want this to be the main topic, but, you know, it's been a slow news day. And then it kind of just brought up some things. It brought up some things, some some grievances for me because 
uh, this Flash movie, and we, and we still have over a year before we're supposed to see this. And, you know, it kind of makes you wonder with everything that's happening, and now that we're at test screening number two, uh, if they're going to try to, you know, bump something up. Are they going to try to bump something up when it comes to um, this movie? Because, I mean, obviously this movie is going to be setting things in motion. Hey, Mr. McKenzie with the $50 super chat. Pirate ship, baby. Thank you, sir. You're awesome, as always, sir. Much appreciative. This is why I love you, Jason. This is why I love you. And uh, cheers if you're drinking some of that wine. Um, but um, back to what I was saying, um, it's just like, um, yeah, this movie is just, it's going to get spoiled to shit. It's already pretty much gotten spoiled, which sucks. But when it comes to these test screenings, what I've noticed today, like more so than ever, is the fact that no matter, and this is what I don't like, this is what I don't like about test screenings now when it comes to these big movies especially on the dc side now because it's so polarizing is the fact that you can always tell what if if somebody is looking forward to the movie they're going to use the negative reaction because apparently there was negative reviews which there always is at test screenings and then of course if you're all for and hype for this movie you're going to talk about how positive you're hearing everything so it's like all right so what is it is it is it bad or is it positive? What's going on when it comes to this? And according to this test screening, the, the runtime was like two hours and 30 minutes for this version. It'll probably be chopped down. Hopefully it doesn't get chopped down too much more, but whatever. It's fine. But uh, yeah, it's just always like the narrative. I and mean, then there's scoopers that use this narrative, which I hate that, you know, whether they want it to succeed or not. It's just it's like we have not seen this movie. Nobody's seen this movie and people are just want to use like, oh, I heard it sucked. It fucking sucks, man. Yeah, see? See what they did? Fuck this movie. It sucked. Or at the same time, people are like, no, no, no. It's good. It's good. I heard good things. It's like, okay. By chance, did maybe there was like a mixed bag? You know, maybe people thought it sucked and maybe people thought it was great. You know? You know, and uh, I saw somebody post something like it was pretty random. Like, oh, yeah, uh, apparently from what they heard from a certain individual that they thought it was uh, up there with the Batman. I mean, I saw that tweet and, you know, um, take it with whatever, if you want to take it as that's bullshit or not. I mean, I, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, who knows how truthful people are. But at the same time, again, it's all opinions. It's all opinions. Like people are going to think it's great. But the thing is, nowadays, people are going to go into these movies with such a bias, such a bias. I mean, Fucking A, just go back and look at my Justice League review in 2017, my first reaction and everything like that. I went into that movie with a bias. I did. I wanted that movie to be something great. I wanted it to be still a Zack Snyder film, even though deep down I didn't feel that. And what did I do? I tried to praise it as much as possible. But then, of course, after, you know, after that wore off, like three or four days later, I unleashed and said, fuck, what the fuck was that? That was not Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's right. If you go back to that, that video, I actually said that was not Zack Snyder's Justice League. So still waiting for my uh, residuals for uh, the name, Zack, if you, uh, you know, just, just hit me up. Anyways, no, but yeah, I think we just, uh, uh, when it comes to like a lot of these um, stuff. I even saw somebody who's in the scooping game say like, well, the question is, are they going to fix it? And I went, okay. So again, a movie that we, that people have not seen, you're already going, they need to fix it. So what's there to fix if you don't, haven't seen it yet? I mean, that's what, so that's what I don't like about where we are right now when it comes to all this. And now test screenings 
are not secretive anymore. It's just when there's a test screening, it's just known and it gets blown up. The flash was was trending today and people were talking about it and everything like that. And, I'm, you know, I'm not sitting here going in. And I'm thinking it's going to be the greatest, you know, CBM possible. No, but I, I do hope it is something different and special. You know, I do. I have talked to people that are working very hard on this movie and that are that are uh, that got brought into this movie because they saw something special about it. I'm hoping Ezra gets his due when it comes to this. I mean, a lot of pressure is on him. A lot of well, a lot of pressure on them. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but Andy Muschietti, I love him as a filmmaker, so I'm rooting for him. So there's but there's still it just doesn't matter. You could just say all that. But I've been called a racist for supporting this movie. I've been called, you know, a clout chaser, all this kind of stuff and everything like that, because, you know, because there's certain scoopers out there that want this movie to fail. So when they when they go, oh, well, I heard there was like some negative reviews, they're going to use that. But then, of course, you have people who are hyped for it. Like, you know, you got Flash Movie News, Flash Movie News are totally hyping this movie, which people think they're, you know, uh, that that's just run by Warner Brothers, which it's not. Um, but, you know, but it's just kind of funny how people assume that it's just fans that are kind of doing their thing and whatever the fuck. But, you know, they want this movie to be successful. So obviously they're going to be like, hey, we've heard positive reviews. This is what I, this is what sucks about the whole test screening thing. Like, I get why studios have to do this. They want to test it and make sure everything's good and great and whatever the hell. But at the same time, it just it constantly gets leaked out. There's nobody that's going to keep their mouth shut in this this age of, hey, let's put everything online, threads and social media and everything like that. It just it sucks. It sucks. <sighs> but, you know, I guess what can he do? What can he do? Um, I just you just really notice you just know, like, OK, so why would I believe any scoops from this person right here when you're calling at the flush? You don't want this movie to be good or successful. So why would I you're just going to spoil the movie or you're going to say how bad it is by what you hear. So why would I want to take anything from you? And you might make up bullshit. But then at the same time, it's like, well, why would I if you're hyping up and everything is that you're saying is fucking, oh, this movie is just amazing. This I mean, that's what sucks. You got two extremes going on right here, you know, two very much extremes. And it's kind of funny, too, because you see that right there, that the uh, the card that says that somebody wrote suck on it. That's not an act. I mean, that's an actual like uh, test screening card, but apparently it's from Videodrome. Remember that movie? Apparently when they did a test screening for Videodrome, somebody wrote that. That, that, that is a, I found that and I was like, oh wow, somebody put sucked, sucks or whatever on a, on a card when they filled it out at the end. Apparently that was for Videodrome. <laughs> Long live the new flesh. I think Videodrome's excellent. So I'm just saying, but yeah, that's where I, when it, when it came to, uh, when it came to, um, when it came to um, finding like a uh, you know stuff for like a test screen, and I saw that little that card right there that I used on the thumbnail, I'm like, wow, that was from Videodrome. So, so, anyways, <clears throat> but yeah, everybody wants it to fail. I know there's people that want it, not everybody, but people want it to fail, which is like it's interesting. Um, and, and you know, and I and, and it's weird. Everything's gotten tribalistic when it comes to these things. Remember, it was always about the filmmaker's voice, creative voices. You know, we want the Snyder Cut to get released because we want the artist to get his vision out there. But when it comes to Andy Muschietti, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him. No, we don't care about Andy Muschietti. We want 
them to reshoot the entire Flash movie to fit into the world that we want. And meanwhile, Zack's over in an entirely different studio making something different. But we want Andy Muschietti's movie to get ripped to shreds. Okay? Can we do that to fit what we want? Yeah. That's what I. That's what's always been kind of funny to me when it... Uh, I don't... Yeah. I just don't understand that. So, and then, of course, like I said, there's scoopers that are taking advantage of that. There's definitely scoopers that are taking advantage of that. I don't know. I just can't trust some of these scoopers. When I, when I see that they want to, you know, fit things in their narratives, I'm like, all right, well, then why are people even listening to you, to be honest? I, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. You know, take it. It's like, okay, if it's not for you, you don't want to watch, watch it, you know, the whole Ray Fisher thing. That's fine. It's perfectly fine. But I just, you know, I just, when people are like going to be making up stuff or not make, I don't know. It's just, it gets on my nerves. I'm rooting for this movie because I like the character. I like Ezra. I like the people involved, DJ Hirota, you know, the VFX team, uh, even the stunt crew and stuff like that. I mean, I like those guys. Those are Zach's guys. Uh, and I like Muschietti, you know, and I'm really rooting for it. And, you know, by the way, this movie's coming out a year from now. I mean, it's, I thought we were all on Warner Brothers Discovery's side. Apparently, that's not the case. I don't know. Who knows? Apparently, when it comes to some things, it's not the case. It's like, no, no, we're not on Warner Brothers Discovery side unless they give me what I want. That's what it is. If they give me what I want, you know, then I'm fine. And it's like, all right, but you're not going to always get what you want. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But so there was positive and negative overall, positive and negative that came out of that screening. OK, positive came out of the first screening, too. So take it with what you will, you know, that's what it is. All right. Enough of that. Ranting off about that. Oop, not that. This one. All right. MTV uh, Movie Awards. Like I said, snow, slow, slow news day. Okay. Slow news day. So I'm not even going to like go really over this big time because... It's just kind of cool because, you know, there's some superhero stuff. The Batman got nominated. So I was like, all right. And I used you know what? The, the MTV Movie Awards were appointment viewing at certain times. Like when it came out when I was a kid and, you know, into my teenage years, it was appointment viewing. I don't watch it anymore. I haven't watched the Movie Awards in forever. But let's take, take a little gander on what's happening when it comes to uh, the Movie Awards. Let's see what got nominated here. All right, so we got Best Movie, Dune, Scream, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Atom Project, and The Batman. So all I've seen every one of these movies, <laughs> um, you know, unlike the, uh, the Best Picture nominations for uh, the Academy Awards, which I still need to catch up on. I've seen most of them now, but, you know, so that's kind of cool. The fact that Dune made it up there, that's, that's interesting. And, of course, you got Best Show. And it's going to be all these, you know, Squid Game's going to win. You know Squid Game's going to win. Best performance in a movie? Look at Lady Gaga got her got her due right here. She didn't get nominated for Academy Award, but whatever. I love how, you know, Robert Pattinson, of course. Sandra Bullock in Lost City. I mean, you guys saw my, re my reaction to that. I did not enjoy that movie that much. I mean, it had some funny moments, but whatever. Tom Holland, there that is. 
Oh, you know, you know what? I'm rooting for Amanda Seyfried right here because the dropout was excellent, absolutely excellent. But it'll be either one of these two because Euphoria was such a huge hero. Best hero! Um, who's going to win best hero? And, and Robert Pattinson get, didn't get fucking nominated for this? What the hell? I root for Oscar Isaac, even though I want Daniel Craig to get it because it was his last James Bond. But, you know, Oscar Isaac. Let's get Oscar Isaac in there. Why not? Best villain? Hey, hey, what are you showing me? Uh, no habla espanol, fellas. Yeah, we all know that Colin Farrell should win that shit. Come on. Yeah, no, 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 not Halloween Kills. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, my God. And then uh, Victoria. Yeah, for you. Best kiss. I mean, obviously, there's going to be these. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 of course, I haven't seen Jackass forever, but poopies in the snake, huh? All right. Interesting. And, of course, Zendaya and Tom Holland. But, hey, let's get some Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz right there. Best comedic uh, performance right here. I still have to watch Ted Lasso. But look at that. John Cena, Peacemaker, also got nominated. Look at that. I know people hate that, right? Uh, Johnny Knoxville, I still have to watch Jackass Forever, but I'd root for uh, Ryan Reynolds' Free Guy because I love that movie. Uh, best Breakthrough Performance. A lot of people that, you know, that weren't known before. Hey, she already won the Academy Award. She don't need it. But, yeah, she could win. Best Fight. No Batman in the fight. Mm, what is wrong with you guys? Uh, guy versus dude. That'd be pretty cool. Black Widow versus the, the Widows. Oh, man, that was so forgettable. It'll it'll be... Spider-Man's going to dominate this shit. We, are, we all know that. Even though I think that, uh, uh, you know, the bus fight was actually really damn good in Shang-Chi. Yeah, we'll say that. Most frightened performance. Wow. I, it's just best team. Interesting. Man, the Lost City really got nominated a lot. You already know the best team is going to be these three right there. How can it not be? Here for the hookup? <laughs> best song? Man, some interesting categories. But there you go. Just thought I'd, uh, you know, those got announced today. So why not? Why not just talk about them? But, you know, it was kind of cool that the Batman got nominated, you know, that shows that, hey, you know, yeah, didn't reach billing, but it's pretty damn popular. But I think Spider-Man No Way Home is going to definitely, definitely take a lot of the awards there. That's for sure. All right. So this right here kind of fell under the radar, guys. And this is kind of... Uh, this is kind of falling into, uh, hey, hey, that's right. Casual Batman is back to best actor. Yeah, that's right. You know how hard it was for him to eat that pizza and review the Batman? I mean, that deserves, that deserves, that deserves something. An MTV award? Maybe. I'm just saying. That, that stale golden popcorn thing that they give people? Why not? MGM. All right, so this got brought up yesterday and i didn't know what he was talking about but scott uh scott in the um not scott mcclellan but a different scott when i did the twitter questions asked about the mgm duo possibly coming over to warner brothers discovery and i had no idea what he was talking about and then when i found out what he was talking about i went oh because i've been talking to somebody about that and this this article fell under the radar here guys which could be really good when it comes to um when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery and who can take over when it comes to the film division and get fucking Toby out of there. <laughs> Mike DeLuca, Pam Abdi, in talks to join Warner Brothers Discovery. 
and they are from MGM. This was released on May 6th. Totally fell under the radar right here. But, uh, you know, these two might come over from MGM. Uh, DeLuca has agreed to help MGM's new owner, Amazon, during the transition period and is expected to be involved with the company through the summer. It's unknown if he has any kind of non-compete language in his contract, but sources said any new contract will not be finalized until DeLuca and Abdi are officially off Amazon's books. The resignation surprised many Amazon Variety uh, personally uh, previously reported. The This includes MGM's television, uh, Mark Burnett, blah, blah, blah. There's all this stuff. But Warner Brothers Discovery is one of the several companies getting on, blah, blah, blah. So they might bring these people over. And I will say this, that apparently, according to what I heard, guys, Mr. Mike DeLuca right here, he was at one time back, back when, I don't know how how far when, was the boss of Toby Emmerich. That's right. Over here. So, hmm, hmm, that's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, right? So he's worked with Toby before. Not sure if it ended, uh, fully ended up well, but, you know, from what I gathered from talking to uh, people like here, uh, yeah, yeah, from what I've talked to uh, is the fact that, that well, this guy, he's made, uh, he's, made, um, he's made his mark when it came to MGM. And if he wants to make a new mark over at Warner Brothers Discovery, I, mean, I think that probably could be a really good choice. And we'll see if Zaslav decides to do that who knows? But I don't know. From what I gather, sounds like this could be a really good, uh, really good team that joins Warner Brothers Discovery when it comes to all this stuff. So time will tell. But we'll talk. We could talk about it more in the post-show members stream. Okay. All right. And then, um, you know, I've been trying to do this segment, and I'm usually late on it. I've been late uh, when it comes to. Um, talking about the, the the month's movies and what's out there not just the big movies but talk about what else is coming out and then of course i do a recap of the previous uh month that i've been doing this year so we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming out in the month of may obviously we just had dr strange and the multiverse of madness obviously we know that that's most likely going to be the big movie of this month but what was the big movie of last month i mean i think we all kind of guessed it but Obviously, according to Box Office, we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which was the huge movie of last month. I love it how they break it down right here. I mean, last year it was Godzilla versus Kong. That's right. And um, so, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has made this. uh, It's currently sitting at 349, almost three, pretty much 350 million worldwide. Obviously, that was the big one right there. And a lot of people enjoyed it. It was great. But I mean, talk about a lot of movies that are coming out. And I'm using Movie Insider right here um, that basically has uh, Firestarter. I forgot that that was coming out. I forgot that that was coming out this year or this this week. I might go. I'm probably going to go see that tomorrow. But uh, yeah. There's uh, that movie, which is a remake, but it's from Blumhouse or whatever the hell. Yeah, it's from Blumhouse. Uh, it was disappointing. Doctor Strange was disappointing. I, I liked it. I actually did like it. So, but uh, so we got Firestarter, that remake, and you know Blumhouse did a really good job. Really good job when it came to uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to remakes. Did a good job in Invisible Man, so I'm probably going to go check out Firestarter. We'll see what time the, the showings are tomorrow. I wasn't planning on going to the movies tomorrow, but I think that's going to happen. Uh, who's a Downton, Downton Abbey? A new era. 
I've never got into Downton Abbey, but apparently that that franchise is just so running very, very strong. I don't know what the hell, but whatever. But that'll probably do well in a certain group. But uh, yeah, May 20th, we got Downton Abbey, a new era. It's just weird. A new era. I've seen the trailers and I'm like, boring. But then we got Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers that's coming at Disney Plus. Huh? Interesting. And then this is the movie I'm looking forward to because it's Alex Garland and the trailer looks batshit crazy. And people are people have been slowly seeing it and talking about and talking about it, and the reviews are out. Men, a film that follows it. Yeah, yeah, it's it looks crazy. If you haven't watched the trailer. Do yourself a favor. And apparently um, apparently Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox and Pete Davidson have a movie coming out called Good Morning. I don't think anybody gives a flying fuck about that. So but it's just amazing when you actually look and see like, man, look at all these limited release stuff. This is only coming out in New York. Yeah, a lot of stuff that's coming out like that. And then, uh, you know, we just kind of scroll through. we got the Obi-Wan Kenobi series coming out. And then, of course, on May 27th, we got finally, after how long? Two and a half years, Top Gun Maverick, which is getting stellar reviews, which I'm looking forward to. That's going to be coming out, which I think that'll be the second. That'll be the second biggest movie of uh, this month. But I think it's going to be pretty huge. It's going to be huge. And then uh, any Bob's Burgers fans out there? I like Bob's Burgers. Do I need a full-length uh, movie? No. I could just enjoy like the episodes that that are on that I can watch that, you know, whatever. I enjoyed the series. I think it's great. But, you know, I always find it weird when like, oh, yeah, now they're going to do a full length movie. I'm like, all right, well, you could just do an hour. You could just do a, you know, a, a three or four part, you know, episode thing, whatever. But, yeah, OK. <sighs> so there's all that. And that's pretty much it when it comes to uh, the month of May right there. So we got Top Gun and then Doctor Strange, which are going to be the big money makers. Obviously, Doctor Strange, it's already passed a hunt. It's already passed a half a billion. It will reach a billion eventually. But I mean, it'll probably by the end of the month, I would say that it would probably be, at, you know, it'll be at 800, maybe 900. I don't know. Maybe it'll cross a billion by the end of the month. Who knows? But, you know, Top Gun Maverick releasing on Memorial Day. That's huge. That's going to be a big weekend. I think that's going to be really big. That is going to tap into uh, a different market. The It's going to tap into the dad market that doesn't want to see cape shit. <laughs> that's what that's going to tap into. I tell you what, that's going to, that's perfect. I mean, talk about just claiming that holiday weekend and it's just going to be, that's going to do gangbusters. I'm going to be, I can't wait to see what the box office is that first weekend because I think that's that thing is going to be just, it's going to be pretty huge. It's going to be pretty huge. I don't think it's going to be as big as Doctor Strange, but I I hope it does. That would be sweet. Somehow, you know, just Tom Cruise is <laughs> Tom Cruise just coming in and just taking on Doctor Strange. I love it. So there's your May movies, guys. We'll see what happens. All right. Let's go to the Twitter questions. And then of course, we'll get to the post show stream. All right, let's make sure it's all clean, you know, you know, you gotta make sure that everything's good. No uh, bad things. Okay, we're good. We're good. Not many, uh, not too many uh, Twitter questions. All right, Mr. Eric Blake. Yo, Dave, didn't want to share this yesterday since 
I didn't want to rain on Nicotina's super cool parade, so here it is tonight. JL Sunset of the Gods has received some awesome fan art. Cool. All right, so this was fan art. That's cool. I saw this, and uh, we got some Joker right there, a little bit of a gunslinger nightmare Joker. I love the fact that he's wearing a Batman belt. I used to wear some Batman belts. I like that. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, and I, and I love the fact that you decided to not release that yesterday because, you know, showing respect for um, Project Justice League. Just like, you know, Nicotina and all those guys will show respect to uh, what you're working on, which I'm supposedly Batman. Um, Cooper Knox, I'm going to come out and say it, calling the Flash movie Flush. Makes it sound like he's going to fight a villain whose shtick is to flush people's toilets, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a dumb name. That's why anytime I see it, I just go, Jesus Christ, the flush. Uh, good job. Good job, guys. So creative. Ooh, you guys did good. Yeah, I, I probably would have came up with that when I was in first grade, too. <laughs> yeah, big time. So that's yeah, ridiculous. Carrie, how does one get invited to be in a test screening? Um, I think, I don't know. You have to get on some kind of, you have to like search for it. I've tried before but then i realized i didn't want to do it i know somebody i've gotten invited to test screenings from um individuals but i never want to do it because i never want to see an incomplete movie to be honest i don't want to be sitting on like oh i saw this movie a year ago i don't want to do that i really don't i really don't i don't want to see all that i just want to see a complete movie rosemary butt man boob man butt man yeah, I've said that before. I'm more of a butt guy. More of a butt guy. I am. Um, nothing against the boobs, but I'm just more of a butt guy. That's me. Q. Speaking of Flash and Speed Force, does God experience time? Oh, that's right. Exhale. Exhale. Um, Q. Uh, does God experience time? Well, apparently he, you know, he doesn't, right? I don't think he does. He's not supposed to, at least. I don't know. Um, and then Ryan says, what's up with Hayden Christian's pants? Hey, he's just comfortable. Why not? <laughs> I know. They're a bit high water. They're, 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 like, they're like parachute pants, but they're high water pants. I don't know. Hey, whatever. He's Darth Vader. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. Nothing wrong with that. Right? Nothing wrong with that. Here's something funny from Dylan. Where do the Sith shop? At the mall. Everything is half off. <laughs> Zing. I like it. Uh, Soup's Kenobi, nothing to do with the topics or cape shit, but what would you say is your top five James Bond movies? Or, uh, and who is your favorite James, who's your James, uh, Bond actor? Well, I'm, I'm new age. I loved, uh, Craig, you know, nothing against any of the, uh, the Roger Moores, the Connerys, the Pierce Brosnans, nothing against those guys. And those guys made some great films too. I don't know what my top five is. I would say Casino Royale is probably my favorite Bond movie. Um, but I also love like GoldenEye. I mean, um, and, you know, I don't know. I just I wouldn't even know how to I would have to, like, think about that. I remember there was a point where I was watching 
uh, some streaming service. I forgot what it is. I forgot what streaming service it was, but they literally had a Bond channel, a James Bond channel, not that kind of Bond channel. <laughs> yeah, I should really rephrase that, a James Bond channel. And uh, this is all a lie, movie Ben says. Okay. But yeah, the, I, I, I fucking hey, I forgot what it's called, what the streaming service is called, but they had like a James Bond channel and I used to, and I and for a while I just would have it on and I'd just be watching James Bond films all day. God, I'm trying to remember what the hell that streaming service is called. Just totally drawn a blank. But anyways, um, it was great though because I got to see Bond films, James Bond films that I have not seen and then ones that I haven't seen in forever. I thought that was great. Uh you see yours? You had one? You had one there? Zed? Did you just send it right now? Let me refresh. Oh. Jeez, you guys coming in late. Well, we got Jose coming in late. More proof that MCU fans don't deserve directors with signature styles. Raimi's transitions are goat. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to show that because that's like a bootleg. But I know you're yeah showing when Han... Or Hong comes in, and uh, the transition that he goes through. Oh no, see that? Yeah, you're right. AJ Fairnot, fuck, fuck you. Stop it, stop it. I know there's some people out there that is. Eh. Oh, Zed, the new Flash trailer. You put flush. Oh, is that? Come on, Barry. Make your own past. <laughs> okay. Just put that together real quick, huh? I was waiting for a toilet to flush. All right. <laughs> Come on, Gary. Make your own past. Make your own past. I thought, I thought I was going to hear a toilet flush. I thought I was like, are you going to do that? How dare you, sir? How dare you? No, it's all good. But um, anyways, guys, to wrap up the week, you know, like I said, I mean, there's not, I, I pretty much give my grievances when it comes to, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to this whole flash situation, I'm always going to be on the side of, uh, you know, and I get it when people say that they stand with Ray Fisher and all this stuff and the fact that he's not in it. I wish that he was in it, but I've told you many times that, they wanted him to be in it. At least the Muschietti's wanted him to be in it. Even Ray Fisher has talked about how he's met with them and how how it was it was nice. It was great. But, of course, you know, you got to respect Ray Fisher for digging his heels in and just sticking to his shit. And I love that. I love that about Ray. Um, I, it sucks that there's a lot of people out there that have used his hashtag. I used the hashtag I stand with Ray Fisher to go against people. And that has been used against me many, many times. So therefore I don't even use it anymore um, because it's just been used as a weapon. I hate it when hashtags get used as a weapon. Um, it sucks. Very tribalistic and childish and everything like that. But, um, but you know, when it comes to this whole thing, I'm just, I'm looking at the people involved. Like I said, Muschietti, Miller, uh, DJ Hirota, those guys, you know, I've talked to those guys. If you haven't seen that stream uh, that we did last uh, last year, it was great talking to those guys. Those are Zach's VFX guys, Zach's friends that have worked on it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, I, it's hard for me to just be like, say, fuck this movie and, you know, all this stuff and just shit on it and everything like that. You know, that's something that even Zach wouldn't do, obviously, because there's a lot of people that are involved with it. 
that, you know, maybe, I mean, even if you don't think you don't like where the story is going and what's happening with it, sure, at the same time, I get that. I get that. And do you think that this movie is going to be something, just a piece of shit? Okay, fine. It's totally fine. But, you know, um, you know that's perfectly okay. But at the same time, you know, if you're, if you are looking forward to it, there's nothing wrong with that either, you know. And, and it sucks that there's like that divide and then the people are looked down upon who are looking forward to it are looked down upon when uh, in doing so, which really sucks. It sucks, but what can you do? It's perfectly fine. That's just the way it is. That's the way Twitter is. So let's wrap it up. Good advice too. wrap it up. All right, so... Go ahead and smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Oh, it's a little loud. Uh, hit that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Patreon's down there. If you want to join the uh, the post-show stream and become a member, hit the join button. I'll be doing that right here. You guys can pick my brain a little bit. Uh, so you, you know, so all members, of course, look for it on your YouTube feed. We'll talk a little bit after this show. Let's see. There it is. All right. So other than that, um, Vodka Stream, I already told you who the guests are for Vodka Stream, Nicotina, and I think uh, Zebra Fett's going to also be showing up too, the guys who worked on Project Justice League. They're going to be the guests. We'll talk about it. We'll break down the, uh, we'll break down the game footage and whatnot and uh, get the details on how, you know, with the great work that they did when it comes to Project Justice League. All right, guys, I'll see you Friday. Patreon, of course, look forward to my, uh, I will do my Thursday exclusive on there. And, uh, yeah, look forward to that. All right, guys, members, see you soon. Everybody else, see you Friday. Talk to you later.